Welcome to the Alliance Live podcast, spotlighting emerging issues, examples of good practice and innovation taking place within health and social care in Scotland. Hello, welcome to the latest in the Alliance Live podcast. My name is Tommy Whitelaw. I'm the project lead at Carer Voices, and I'm really honoured to be joined today by Lynn Innes, who's the National Coordinator for General Practice Nursing at NHS Education for Scotland. Welcome today, today Lynn, how are you? I'm very well. Thank you, Tommy, for inviting me to do this. So, Lynn, I'm really interested in this conversation. Just uh, 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 Can you tell us a wee bit more about your role at NHS Education for Scotland? What is a national coordinator for general practice nursing? So, my background, I suppose, is that I was a general practice nurse and then an advanced nurse practitioner in general practice for about 25 years. I also worked in education. I worked at Dundee University teaching there um, part-time. I still worked, held my clinical role in general practice. And then this post came up in NES, and we call it NES for short. Um, and I decided that I would quite like to, to try a full-time education post. So moved into NES uh, about two and a half years ago now. And my role at NES is primarily around supporting the education and development of general practice nurses across Scotland, of which there are about 2,200, and ensuring that the direction of education focuses on person-centred care and and promoting the the GPN role. But that's part of my role. My other part of the, the role is that I manage and I'm the GPN programme leader for the GPN programme that we run at NES, which is for new nurses coming into general practice who may not have any, any experience in general practice. So I'm really interested. I was lucky enough to be on a little tour with you just over a year ago, about a year and a bit ago, for the Transforming, the transforming Nursing role. I was really happy to be on that tour. Yeah. Lots of changes lately. How have things changed in recent times for nursing, practice nursing? So suppose from the Transforming Roles programme, we were already on a trajectory of change um, and we were kind of implementing that change. And then COVID-19 struck in March this year. And that's changed the, not so much the role of the general practice nurse um, as such, because the role is not, hasn't changed in a strategic way, but they've had to adapt to do things differently. And that's probably the most significant change um, for the actual role of the, the nurse. But, and in terms of how what we have done at NES is our education delivery was all around um, face-to-face teaching and face-to-face delivery. And of course, we had to look at that and, and adapt to that and, and make changes to that, which is what we've been doing over the last um, two months. Part of the conversation we had uh, that you were leading on on that tour was finding out what mattered to practice nurses across across Scotland. Can I ask you what matters to you in your role? In? So, what's really important to me and, and does really matter to me is is supporting the general practice nurses. That's kind of fundamental to me. It's, it's my kind of reason for being. I think is providing support. So providing education and learning and training allows me also to provide that support in a, in a different way. And that means being very inclusive. So being inclusive for all the GPNs across Scotland, 
ensuring that the education that we provide is equitable, that it's fair, and it supports all the general practice nurses uh, across the, the patch, basically. And that comes into the role of the practice nurse. I mean, what is the role of the practice nurse at this time? And how have practice nurses had to adapt to new ways of working in their, in their roles due to COVID-19? So they've, their role has changed, I suppose, or the, the way they deliver the role has changed as well. So they've changed from that in-person, face-to-face uh, uh, contact uh, at the moment to providing remote consultations. So what we mean by that is phone consultations or, or video consultations. They are triaging a, a acute kind of on, on the day requests for, for, for um, appointments. People are still coming into general practice. That is still totally appropriate and general practice at this time remains completely open. Uh, and we, we, you'll have seen the messages over the last few weeks um, from Scottish Government that general practice is open and absolutely is. So some people will attend general practice if that's necessary and, and warranted after triage. Some of the nurses have also been working within the COVID-19 hubs that were set up across the country um, and other practices have been supporting those hubs and so some of them have gone to do that which is a big change to their role. And a lot of their normal work has been what we would call paused at the moment because they're not doing the kind of more routine work and they, they've, they've drawn up kind of strategies for the work that isn't the most important to be done at this time. A lot of that work focused around updating anticipatory care planning um, and the emergency uh, key information summaries. And for some general practice nurses, this has been a new role for them because it's not something they've done in the past. Um, and we've been at NES, we've been providing some education around that for them um, as well, because that was that was a real gap in their, their their knowledge up until now. Not for them all, but for some of them. And there's also some um, support being given from the Scottish Government that if general practice nurses are available and have some capacity, that GP practices would include them being um, supporting care homes or supporting district nursing teams. And so we've been giving them some kind of education around that as well, around the end of life and palliative care, because that's not something they've been they've been. Primarily dealing with, so that if they if they are going to support those areas of work, that they they, they have some kind of an informed level of knowledge around um, participating in that. So general practices uh, practices are opened at the moment. I think that's one of the messages from you. Yeah, absolutely. They're absolutely open. They were never closed. They've yes. always been open, <laughs> um, but they are absolutely open just now. Yeah. So at the Alliance, you know, we, are, we host part of the House of Care project and we have the link workers in the, in the, the GP practices yeah. uh, across Glasgow. H how do we make sure we're still delivering person-centred care at this time and really continuing that what matters to you conversation with people? So suppose there, the ways of doing that are through long-term condition management, um, which is the remit of the general practice nurse. And although they're not seeing people face-to-face -face or in person at the moment, they can still do that through um, remote consultations, through phone consultations or through video. And it's really important that they, they ask what matters to people and they do ask what matters to people, that they ascertain that their well-being is, 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 is okay or if it's not okay, what, how they can manage that and how we can support them to manage that 
and using those care and support planning approaches that the House of Care uh, strategies promote. So I'm, I'm, I know personally of your passion for kindness and compassionate care, uh, but what does that mean for, to you at this time working in education? How are you supporting nurses in your role at this time? So one of the things that we've done is we set up a Facebook group for the general practice nurses about a, about a year ago actually, and it's been one of the kind of it's, it's, it, it kind of exploded. Um, and we didn't anticipate it would have such a great kind of uptake, but over the year um, we've grown to I think one thousand and fifty members. Um, which is half of the general practice nurse population across Scotland, which was really, really exciting for us. And, and for some of us, me included, I was a bit kind of, I had a reservations about Facebook. I hadn't ever been involved in Facebook before, had never really wanted to, but I could absolutely see the value of that. I think one of the reasons it's been successful, because we've, we've, we've kind of tried to assess why it's been successful, is that the general practice nurses are, can often be quite, a night, can be quite isolated. Some practice nurses will work in, in single-handed practices they're the only nurse there they're not seeing their call you're not seeing any other colleagues other practices like the practice I worked in there was 10 nurses in that practice so it was a big practice so we did have that support of each other a lot of nurses don't so because we think there's been a bit of isolation for some practice nurses Facebook's offered them that support that they they hadn't had before and that's why the uptake has been so 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 great it also means they can support each other um, although we add, we're the admin for it at Ness, um, they're, they're basically supporting each other. We don't kind of wade into every conversation. Um, and, you know, sometimes my colleague Vicky will put on, you know, tell us where, where your best place in the world is. And they'll all put photographs on of lovely places they've been to. And, and that's been a source of kind of support for them during this time. That was one of the things she did during, during the COVID period. And um, the nurses seem to really enjoy being able to put their photographs on and, and people talking about where they've been and I think it, had, it kind of brought back nice memories for them in the middle of lockdown um, and in the middle of what has been quite a bleak time um, it, it's really positive so I think lots of positive stories have been shared through through Facebook we've had positive feedback which has been really valuable for us because we didn't we, we didn't really know whether you know whether people were were enjoying it or not, or whether it was useful for them, or what what we were providing was useful. But it does seem to have, on the whole, provided a really good um, a platform for for them to be supported. I like that whole idea of a village of practice nurses across Scotland on <laughs> Facebook. I, I really like that in, in supporting each other because often when we speak about the NHS and uh, you know across hospitals, we think of it as one big place. Uh, yeah, when we yeah. speak about practices in our own minds, they become quite out in our minds to our own community. So I really like the fact that you've created this village of practice nurses. Uh, it's, a, it's a great idea to uh, to support each other. I quite like that it's called a village. I might I might put that on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, credit Tommy White. Yeah, well, don't worry, I'll credit you, Tommy. <laughs> no, no, I just. I mean, we were speaking a wee bit about technology uh, at the moment. Uh, and we know there's lots of benefits and, and, and advantages and disadvantages. Can you tell us a wee bit more about the Near Me technology uh, and how vital that, that might be at this time of social distancing? So NHS Near Me 
I can't remember quite how long it's been going for, maybe a, a, about a, more than a year, I think, now, set up by Claire Morrison, or established and created by Claire Morrison, who was a pharmacist in NHS Highland. And, and I suppose her, her desire for it, or to set it up, was to establish it, to create it, was NHS Highland is a huge area. So trying to get people to appointments was was problematic. So it was set up initially there, and now it's just, you know, it's exploded since COVID. And um, it is a, a video consultation platform um, that offers uh, people to be able to come on and have a secure um, consultation with their healthcare provider, whether that's a nurse, um, a doctor, healthcare support worker, a links worker, a pharmacist, mental health nurse, physiotherapist, podiatrist, all our EHP colleagues are using it as well. So it's been a really successful way of, of doing that. And I think people have had reservations about it because it's not the same as being in person with people. And it can't be used for everything, but generally it can be, be used for quite a lot of um, consultations. Uh, and one of the, the positives around it, um, and Claire shared this story with me, and I hope she doesn't mind me sharing it with you, is that she... She, when she first set up, she, people had some reservations around it, and one of her colleagues wasn't sure about it until he phoned, um, until he contacted a, a, a patient through it who was in her house, sitting on her stairs, quite you know, quite um, quite sad about a few things that were going on, and and he acknowledged that he would maybe not have been able to to ascertain that through the phone. But because he actually saw her sitting in her own surroundings and in, in her own context, he was able to pick up those cues that you might not pick up on the phone um, because he was able to see her and he was able to see her at home. And those are really essential cues to be picking up in terms of our communication skills for, for, for supporting people at home. So it has become a very successful um, a, delivery of care at the moment and we, we know why that is. Um, and and as far as I'm aware, all general practices across Scotland have access to NHS near me. Um, that was all made available, at, you know, from the outset of, of the COVID pandemic. I can understand some of the benefits, you know, as a former carer for my mum. I think both my mum and I, uh, on the way to the GP, often in the practice, we put on a braver face when we were in the GP practice than the reality of home. Uh, yes. And other yeah. times, because we were so kind of lost, we didn't make appointments. So I think, you know, there's lots of pluses from it, I think. Uh, yeah. Although I've never experienced it, it's just a your description. I certainly know times it would have really supported my mum and I in, 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 in different situations. I just want to look a wee bit forward now, just looking forward, Lynn. How, how do you think this will shape practice moving into the future? Uh, some of the changes that have came up quickly during COVID and the use of, te of technology. Uh, how do you think this will shape practice nursing moving into the future? So uh, it's quite it's quite difficult to see at the moment um, how that's going to to look in terms of our recovery um, post COVID. But I think in terms of how we communicate with people and care for people will be around that person centeredness, and that's that's really fundamental to how we we we, we care for people. Um, as we move forward, we'll be looking at the person in the centre and how best to support them. And GPNs are, are skilled at doing this. Um, they probably doubt themselves sometimes, but they are very, they're skilled listeners. And, and this is a fundamental skill as we will be required 
to not only listen, but to console and support people in our care by encasing them, I think, in, in loving kindness. And that's really important for how we move forward, especially in that, that immediate acute post-COVID time um, as we transform our, our care. You know, I, I've experienced that with our own practice nurse, with my mum. Probably had more conversations with my mum before my mum was diagnosed with dementia before I came home. And actually after my mum passed away, the, there was lots of those consoling conversations with me. And sometimes when I was there for an appointment with the GP, just popping her head out and asking me how I was doing and if I wanted to come in for a wee minute. So I value the importance of practice uh, nursing. Just finally, Lynn, what, what is your key message for our members at the Alliance and a final message to practice nurses? So I was thinking about this and um, because I wanted to make sure my key message was, was as good as it, it you know, is, is right, is, it's appropriate. And um, one of our colleagues, and I think you might know Louise Brady from, um, from the NHS in England, Tommy, and Louise now works with the, the British Legion, but prior to that she, she worked within general practice nursing. And, and I, I found this lovely quote from Louise, and so I'm not, I'm not stealing her quote, I'm referencing her. Um, and what she said was, Good health and care is built on the basis of relationships. And in that person-to-person, -person, we need to ensure that it's person-centred and personal and that it's human and real. And relationships that we nurture and develop become the foundation in which we share, learn and develop our understanding of ourselves and others. And that makes me think of how do we all... How do we all learn together? We need to learn from each other now. We need to be good examples to each other. We need to continue to be kind, to be encouraging, to be honest, to be tolerant, to be forgiving. And we also need to inspire others to live by encouraging fairness and inclusion. This has been a fearful time for all of us. However, we've also seen strength and love inside us all. And I think that will enable us in the future. What a beautiful end to a conversation. And as we've said to each other before, Lynn, it's all about people and relationships. Thank you for a brilliant conversation. And thank you and all your colleagues for the work you do every day, supporting each other and supporting us. Thank you, Lynn. Thank you, Tommy, for inviting me to do this. You can find the Alliance Live podcast on all major podcast streaming services, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts and more. Alliance Live also produce webinars, video interviews and case studies. Watch these by visiting www.alliance-scotland.org.uk forward slash live. That's www.alliance-scotland.org.uk forward slash live. To follow along regularly with Alliance Live content, use the hashtag Alliance Live on Twitter.